DC chillin', PG chillin', my name Wale and I came to get it, came to get it, came to get it, my name Wale, shit. Welcome back to the ATS Podcast, my name is Matthew Gordon alongside my co-host Ryan Balo, and today's guest is a great friend of mine, he's born and raised in LA, a huge mentor to me, and his name is David Pump. Pump, how we doing today, my guy? Lovely, only in America. Love that. So can you maybe introduce yourself to everybody listening in today? A little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is uh, David Pump. Um, I'm a twin. Uh, the Pump Brothers, we are very uh, involved in college athletics for the last 30 years. Uh, the Pump Brothers also had probably one of the most uh, famous AAU basketball programs called Pump and Run. From players like Gilbert Arenas to James Harding to Paul George to uh, Drew Holiday and just so many great players. Spencer Dewitty probably had over 75 NBA players. And through basketball, opened the door to the Pump Brothers to have uh, an agency called the Pump Group where we work with so many different companies from Best Buy to EA Sports to Nestle, et cetera. And uh, through basketball, uh, our antennas uh, have reached out to so many different companies and individuals, and uh, that's how the Pump Brothers kind of got their start. My mentor was a gentleman that kind of started all the basketball stuff by the name of Sonny Vaccaro, and, uh, you know, here we are uh, in 2023. Things have definitely changed. The landscape has changed. Social media has changed. And just like what we've seen with Deion Sanders, um, just how things have changed in uh, college athletics. Uh, there's been so many different changes with conferences and so forth. So I can't wait to see that what the new year brings. Yeah, totally. I think we could all agree the whole college recruiting business has changed entirely. Um, and we'll touch on that a little later in the interview. Um, but I'd say growing up, like, I assume you and your brother were big into sports. Um, did you guys grow up like playing basketball and any other sports? And yeah, I'd say, yeah, like, yeah, go ahead. Dan and I, just like most kids, you know, we grew up at the local park, park and racks, played baseball, basketball, football. Uh, Dan and I um, went to a public school for 10th grade, then a private school recruited us called Bel Air Prep. I went to school with Jason Bateman. They recruited the Pump Brothers. All my friends don't like it. When when uh, they used to call us the Twin Towers, it was pretty funny. But we went to a Division Five school, so it was a very small school. But at a Division Five school, we we excelled. But but still, we couldn't play dead in a cowboy movie at the next level. And but you know, looking back, we had a great experience. And uh, you know, after high school the career was ended. So like post high school, what made you, I'd say, start this whole, this whole business in college recruiting? You know what, uh, Dane and I, there was a basketball recruiting event up at Santa Barbara called superstar camp where all the top high school players in the West used to go. And, uh, Ben Howland, who was the former coach at UCLA and Mississippi state, um, recruited a friend of ours by the name of Gary Gray who ended up going to Santa Barbara to play 
and Dana and I started a scouting service and Paul Westhead and so many guys helped help start her career. But these people up in Santa Barbara, you know, they wouldn't let Dana and I evaluate players. You know, they saw that the pump brothers are these two young cowboys. So the next year, Sonny Vicaro said, we'll, we'll get something started for you and your brother. And we started our own camp recruiting camps at um, Cal Poly Pomona. And from there, it just kind of grew and, uh, you know, one thing led to a number, another, and then my brother and I were off and running and, uh, it's been, you know, it was looking back so many great relationships. I always say a lot of little fish become big fish. And I can say that with so many college basketball coaches and so forth. And for instance, tomorrow I'm going to play golf with Mick Cronin, the coach at UCLA. Well, when Mick was an assistant coach, in high school, he used to come out and stay with me. Again, little fish become big fish. So um, it's been a great run. Yeah, that's incredible. And I was uh, wondering, just to add on to that, you know, you're born and raised in L.A. You grew up there. Uh, can you maybe describe, like, what the culture's like out there and maybe how it differs from, like, anywhere else? Yeah, you know, in, in Los Angeles, uh, first of all, there's a lot going on. You got two NBA teams. Two, you know, two pro football. But when I was growing up, there was no pro football. USC football was, was the pro team in town. And, you know, they're run with Pete Carroll and, you know, Reggie Bush and Matt Liner and Carson Palm. SC football, that era was unbelievable because it was the only thing in town. And, you know, in the basketball landscape growing up, um, before all the shoe companies had their own circuit, the circuit out here was the Pump Brothers. So, you know, before us, there was someone, but he ended up uh, moving on. But me and Dana had the circuit. And, uh, you know, we were young, aggressive. And, you know, we knew every coach all up and down the, the West Coast. And, uh, you know, we built – I would say we built a great vertical where basically the double pump events were a great platform for if you're a young, good high school kid, you wanted to go to the double pump events. And, you know, just looking back, there were so many, so many kids. And, uh, but that was, that was yesterday. And today it's still going, but it, things have definitely changed. Yeah, kind of touching on that subject, you've obviously been in the business now for 30-plus years. The recruiting business has just completely changed, obviously, throughout your career. What would you say, like, now with, like, NIL deals and all this stuff kind of going on, like, how has that really changed your entire business? Like, what are you doing differently versus what you used to do in the past? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm out of the whole grassroots basketball thing. But just, just for instance, if you're a coach – and a small school like a Montana, Montana State, if you have a player that's good, after one year, he's gone. He's going to go to a bigger conference, doesn't have to sit out. It is unbelievable in football what some of these kids are making. Now, it's only a few schools that are paying money. The NIL is very, very overrated, um, but it's also um, – I think it's really – I'm all for – 
players getting paid something, but it's not sustainable. You know, if you have a great player and, and you got to pay him three, four hundred thousand a year, and you got to pay ten players, that's three million dollars just to play. And what if the kid doesn't produce? You, you invested three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand in a player. Um, so uh, I'm not a fan of all that. Um, you know, but again, I'm older, so I don't like a lot of change. You know, SC, UCLA going into the Big Ten, I don't like that. You know, I grew up as a Pac-12. Before that, it was the Pac-10. It's just like uh, both of you guys, you know, growing up, you know, Maryland was in the ACC, and, and, and now they're in the Big Ten. You know, unfortunately, everything's about money, but I'm not big into change, but you know what? That That's what's happening. Do you think, like, I feel like a lot of people would argue the other side, like, there had to be some sort of change. Like, these players are generating millions and billions of dollars for these schools. Like, do you think there's some way that we can maybe regulate the system and kind of make it more fair across the board? Yeah, like Mark uh, Emmert, the former president of the NCAA, had an opportunity to do something like this 10 years ago, and he didn't. And basically, it's the wild, wild west now. But basically, you could pay players. And uh, so it's not sustainable. It, this is all for the for the big boys. And if you're a small school, you know, it's just not a fair playing ground. So I think that eventually I'm all for the players and student athletes to get paid something. But, you know, if one player is getting paid a million dollars and another player is getting paid two thousand dollars, you know, but you know what? Um, I I think they'll end up figuring this out in a couple of years, and there should be some kind of uh, rules and and so forth. But right now, it's wide open. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to touch back about you and your connections a little bit. So. You know, you're talking about NBA players, but you also have a lot of connections with NFL players and Jamie Foxx and a lot of people in L.A. And I was wondering, you know, from a business perspective or a marketing perspective, really how you establish those connections. You know, over the years, you have opportunities and, you know, your word is your bond. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, 24 years ago when my father died, Dane and I have our the foundation, the Harold and Carol Pump Foundation. And through our foundation, you know, we've honored every great from Muhammad Ali to Hank Aaron to Denzel Washington. I um, mean, Shaq and just go on and on and on. And so many great people. And, you know, being out here, you know, my whole life, you know, you meet so many great people out there. And, you know, Dana and I, um, if you don't ask, you don't know. And just like I, you know, when I met with you when you were down there, you were telling me about your podcast. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, are afraid to ask. And uh, just, you know, today I invited a bunch of uh, people over for lunch at my club today and just always getting in front of people and uh, having the opportunity um, to also help other people has been a great privilege. Yeah, totally. This might be also, this is a kind of an interesting question for you because I'm sure it varies on every single day, but can you just walk through like today, what is like a typical day in the life look like for David Pump? You know what? Uh, today, 
being the 23rd, I'm going to go uh, get a little workout in. And then afterwards, at 1 o'clock, I'm going to meet around 15 of my friends. I invited to my club today. And, you know, different athletes and, and so forth, just some friends. It's the holiday. Everyone's in town. Um, you know, I'll be receiving a lot of texts. My phone's always on vibrate. So um, at my club, unfortunately, I can't use my phone, but I can text and so forth. And uh, tonight I'll have dinner with some friends and, um, you know, and then tomorrow I'll end up playing golf. Usually I'm in my office uh, with my twin and my twin and I never sit behind a desk. We sit with some couches in our office even though we have a desk and uh, we both um, we both have the ability and we both know each other being a twin on uh, monetizing relationships uh, to make money. And that's why a lot of companies come to the pump brothers and to our company called the pump group. And uh, so, so today's, you know, going to be uh, a day of, uh, you know, two days before Christmas, just enjoying the holidays and seeing people. And, you know, I always have a, a saying, tomorrow's not promised. So, uh, you know, you know, I really, uh, you know, like what you guys are doing, starting in your career and understanding, you know, the advice I would say is life is about relationships and building relationships and, and so forth. And I always try to uh, help people because so many people have helped me on the way up. That's amazing. So just to kind of wrap it up, there's a lot of millennials listening today. And for them, for those that want to enter the business side of sports, what is your advice to them? Like, what would you say? You know what? That is a good question. Number one is when you're in college, I would try to internship and what you want to do. Because if the person likes you and says, wow, you're going to college, when you're out of college, I want to hire you. So I think to, to build your resume is to uh, definitely get great interns. Internships in college are so important. And I, I think that's the number one thing is get a great internship. And, uh, you know, your parents can only do so much. And at the end of the day, just to get in front of people, and the real world, they don't teach you in college how the real world is. The real world's no one's there to wake you up to go to school anymore. You got to just, you know, figure things out yourself. Find find one or two great mentors to uh, help you and uh, where you can call them and they can open doors for you and so forth. And, um, you know, life is full of some wonderful opportunities. Just try to make the best of them. That's awesome to hear. And do you have anything coming up? Uh, I know your charity events in August, um, but anything coming up for you? Yeah, I got a couple of things coming up. I got uh, the Super Bowl. This will be my 32nd Super Bowl, being in the hospitality business. Uh, right after uh, the Christmas, we got the Rose Bowl in L.A., and then I got the national championship this year in L.A., uh, which will be great. Unfortunately, there'll be no local interest. You know, if, if it's a Georgia, Michigan, everyone's flying in for the game with SC not and UCLA not being there. 
And then right from there, I go to uh, the Super Bowl, which is in Arizona this year. And the other thing is, at the same time is uh, the Phoenix Open, which is a great golf tournament, PGA tournament. And then from there, I go right into the week after to the NBA All-Star Game in Salt Lake City. So the the, the first quarter of uh, 2023 is going to be really busy. And uh, But I look for new challenges and new opportunities this year. Yeah, and I just had one more question. So – um, Lenny was obviously telling me how, you know, during the Super Bowl last week or last year in LA, you were just hosting a lot of events and you were uh, basically just renting out venues. And I kind of wanted to know like what that process is like, if it's just so easy enough to just text whoever and just be like, Hey, I need this space for whatever, or, you know, how, how uh, that you, know, happens. you know, when you've been here your whole life, you know, everyone and, and you know what? It's in life. Sometimes it's all who does the asking. You know, when I ask someone to come help, listen. Sometimes it takes a lot of balls to make that call. But listen, you know, I help people. I ask people once or twice a year to come help support us. So um, again, if you don't ask, you don't know. But being in LA, this is where I live. It's easy. You know, I know everyone here. You know, if I was to come to DC. You have to reintroduce yourself to so many people. True stuff. Well, thank you, Pump, for coming on. We appreciate you. We'll be in touch and have fun playing golf. Hey, Matt, you going to put a shirt on or are you going to register those guns <laughs> today? Look, man, I'm in Florida. I, I don't get to wear tank tops that much in New York. So, <laughs> hey, both of you guys have a happy new year and, and thank you for your time.